Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The Boss. George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Met fan, I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Was just watching Salakata back on the fan, by the way. Was just watching ESPN. They had a graphic up of the free agent quarterbacks or available notable quarterbacks. I wrote it down real quick. Jimmy G, which we know about. Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Geno Smith. I mean, some of these guys, familiar names. You want any of those guys? You know, obviously Jones is going to stay with the Giants. But for the Jets' perspective, think about that. None of those guys would be difference makers. Sam Darnold and Geno Smith are notable. My God. They didn't even put Matty Ice on that list. I mean, he's got to get cut first by the Colts, but I'd rather have him than all those guys outside of Daniel Jones. And you're telling me, oh, the Jets, there can't be a, a serious Jet fan alive that wants anyone but Aaron Rodgers. Robert is calling from Deer Park. What's up, Robert? Hello, Mr. Sowen. Thank you for taking my call. I can't sleep, and you're the only company I got. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Robert. I appreciate your company as well. All right. Well, the greatest quarterback I've ever seen was Joe Namath, and he played against Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton actually played for the New York Giants mm-hmm. uh, way back in the day. I'm old. But anyway, I have a short fire way the Jets can pick a number one quarterback every time. How's that? Pick the guy you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> which guy do you rule out right which guy's last on your board take him first that's right the guy you think is not him they had a chance at dan marino no they took some other guy could have josh marino. allen could have josh allen recently no now as for the jets the wilson i'm gonna keep him he's a baller his head just not all right he got too much money too fast too much fame he's too young he's only 22 23 he's a kid Give him two more years, he's going to be real good. I wouldn't get rid of him. I would not. Well, they're not going to get rid of him just yet. And I think in the best-case scenario, the Jets will get Rodgers in here and have Zach Wilson learn from Aaron Rodgers for a year or two, depending on what yeah, Rodgers Yeah, Rodgers definitely said he was going to teach Rolf. That's his backup. He said, I'm not here to teach. I'm here no, to play. No, I know, but, so, but, but Wilson can learn by watching. Just watching, right. Yeah. Well, I think the NFL, or um, they need to go back to letting a rookie quarterback sit for three years so he can learn. You can't just throw this guy into the fight. He's 22 years old. Right. It's, it's not going to work. Um, Brady, he had to sit behind somebody. Um, the guy from the um, Cowboys, Romo, he had to sit behind somebody. You just can't throw these guys in the fire. Some guys are um, automatically ready, and you know it off the top. You don't have to think. 
Right. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. You know he's ready off the top. Some guys that take – it's like school. Some kids take a little longer to learn. But the kid that takes a little longer to learn, he might turn out to be a doctor or a genius. It just – it has to catch on with him. But um, the Jets – if they ever want to pick a good quarterback, take my no, advice but and here, pick the guy you don't yeah, like. Not bad advice, Robert, but all kidding aside, the difference with the Jets and some of those other teams and other players that you mentioned, you know, think about it. It's not about, and thank you for the call, it's not necessarily about the actual quarterback himself. It is about the foundation, the system that the quarterbacks are being brought into. Too many times we've seen talented players Fail and fail and fail again. Why is that? It's because the teams that drafted them, and this is not exclusive to the Jets, although it may feel like that at times, the teams that drafted them did not have the foundation in place at that particular time to put the quarterback in a position to succeed. You take him, you throw him to the Wolves, the team is not ready, you ruin his career. You have to have the way that Kansas City had it with Andy Reid, recent memory with Patrick Mahomes. Alex Smith was there. Kansas City had the foundation built. Pieces were in place. Mahomes sits, learns for an entire year, watches Alex Smith. Then he goes out there, takes over the reins himself, and takes the team to a level that Alex Smith never could. That's the perfect scenario. Not everybody's going to be able to do it, but that's the perfect scenario. Lewis is calling from Somerset, New Jersey. Good morning, Lewis. Hey, what's going on, Sal? Good morning, brother. How are you, Lewis? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, great. Hey, Sal. So, all right, real quick with the whole retirement thing, right? Um, If it's true, man, like, I think that as a sports fan, as a football fan, like, I get it when we, we, when we have sports teams, and, you know, we say we hate these players and stuff like that. But we also have to sit down and just, as a sports fan, appreciate history, right? Because what we watched, what we watched in Tom Brady was basically the second coming. And then because he was able to last a, a long career of Joe Montana. Joe Montana, four Super Bowls, never lost one. So when, 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 when history is happening, I think sometimes we just need to just pump the brakes as a fan and just enjoy it, right? Being a Knicks fan, Michael Jordan tortured my childhood. Right. 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 But now when I get to see, you know, like 20, 20, 25 years later after he played, the significance of it, I'm so thankful and I'm so happy that I lived through that moment to be able to watch that happen. The same thing with the Yankees, right? Like, trust me when I tell you this. Man, did it hurt to – to have Boston up 3-0 and, and, and lose that four straight games. But we might never see that again ever happen. So, you know, we were able to witness yeah, that. Yeah, but I think now I think you're taking it to a little bit of an extreme. Like, I can look back and look at Jordan and say, yeah, I'm glad I got to witness him in his prime and experience that, you know, something that a 20-year-old kid or a 25-year-old kid right now has no idea about. We got to watch arguably the greatest ever but I'm not happy about the results that took place where he broke my heart as a Knicks fan time and time again. And I certainly would not look back at the Yankees getting swept, you know, not getting swept, but being up 3-0, losing four straight in 2004, making history, the wrong end of history, to the Red Sox. That's something you never want to experience. You don't, you're right, Sal, you don't want to experience, but as a, as it, but it's sports. So somebody has to, one fan base has to experience it. Right. Somebody's going to have to experience well, it. Well, not so us. I don't, wanna, I don't want to experience I, that. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't want to, but the thing is, because as Yankee fans, we've been so spoiled. You know, well, it's like, yeah, like, but, we, but still, I mean, you're right. Yankee fans have been spoiled. Maybe you could take it easier than somebody else. But that's a that's the worst loss you could have hung on you. Up 3-0, lose that series to the Red Sox, and that starts the Red Sox dynasty themselves? It is. I mean, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. It is. But what I'm, what, what I'm saying is, but even though it, we, you're right, you know, it's, we're in the wrong part of history, but we still get to witness it. Real quick, to this guy that said that if um, Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, he's like a fifth, sixth best in the AFC. What is this guy drinking this morning? Because I would say, arguably, 
three, possibly, you can probably, depending on how you wake up that morning, you can pick um, Allen over him, or you could just pick him, even though he's 39 years old, you could pick him. But I would say he's at least the third best quarterback in the AFC. He comes to the AFC. Yeah, and that's yeah. it's no, no shame in saying, and thank you for the call, as always, Louis. Appreciate you checking in. You can't put anybody right now ahead of Mahomes and Burrow, but he might be on the level with those guys. I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. You can't rank him lower than really anybody. Now, if you want to factor in age, where he's at technically right now, that's a different story. But overall, as far as quarterback play, I mean, Joe Burrow's got a ways to go before he accomplishes what Aaron Rodgers did. And Rodgers still going. And even if you're going based on right now, for this one season coming up, who would you rather have? Rodgers is right there. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, he's behind Burrow and and Mahomes. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody is. You can't tell me you'd rather have Josh Allen than Aaron Rodgers. There may be moments where you think that. You may be excited about Allen potentially doing what Rodgers has done, but he hasn't done it yet. Bills have been disappointing, as a matter of fact. It's not saying that Ro- that uh, Allen's not good, but come on, you're gonna put. How can you put Rodgers? That caller had Rodgers behind not only Burrow and Mahomes, not only Josh Allen, but Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert, which is just comical. You say that, you lose all credibility right away. You can't do that. Rodgers comes here; he's instantly turning the Jets into contenders. Doesn't mean they're going to make the championship game. Doesn't mean they're going to make the Super Bowl. It means that they are in the conversation. That's all you could ask for. And it's a realistic possibility. They've put themselves, the Jets have, in a position to where it's realistic to think it might actually happen for them. And even more so, look at the other options. Jimmy G, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Geno Smith. I mean, think about it. They have to get Rodgers. It's Rodgers or bust. Because anybody else is not going to make them a Super Bowl contender. Playoffs, sure. Playoff conversation, that's a different conversation. There's There are quarterbacks out there who could get the Jets to the postseason. But there's only one available that could potentially take them to the highest of levels. And that's Aaron Rodgers. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Nets embarrassed themselves last night. I mean, how is that even possible that you can play in the NBA? I don't care that Kevin Durant is hurt. I don't care who's in, who's out. How is it possible that you could be in the NBA and lose a game by 40 points? I mean, that is ridiculous. And not only that, to start that game, now, I know the Celtics are good, and like we said, no KD for the Nets. How do you start that game down 30 points in the first quarter? How is that even possible? Like, you shouldn't be allowing 30 points, period, in the first quarter. You're telling me you're trailing by 30 at the end of one? 30 points! It's unacceptable. That's a bad reflection. I like Jock Bond. Bad reflection of the coach, the team. I mean, what'd they do, what'd they do the night before? What are they doing here? How do you get down 46 to 16 at the end of one? That is absurd. Look, the Nets are good. They're going to have a chance to win the championship. I still think they could at least get to the finals, assuming KD comes back healthy and stays healthy along with Kyrie. But that is, it's just, that's just unacceptable. It should never happen. These are professional athletes. This is not, there should not be that much of a disparity. In one quarter of an NBA game. How? How is that even physically possible? Like, if you were to tell me WFAN fielded a team out there, threw five guys out there 
on the floor. I could understand, you know what, at the end of one, down 40 points, down 30, 40 points. Hey, it happens. Even then, it might be a little tough to believe, you know, milk the clock, do whatever you can. Hit a couple of buckets, you should be all right. This is two pro teams, a 30-point disparity in one quarter? How does that happen? Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Stewart. You know how it happens? They were sleeping. Yes. While you were sleeping, the Nets tried to play a game. I heard that score. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> were they, 46. Were they, were they, were they, did they have their, uh, uh, they just sounded like they were sleeping. They sleepwalked through the whole game. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> While you were sleeping, the Celtics scored 46 points in one quarter. That is like. That's unheard of. The first quarter. That's uh, ridiculous, Sal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't expect Brady to retire. I thought he would give it another go. You think he's gone I mean, for good? No. No. Yeah, he's coming. I, was, I, I, was, I saw Coach Mangini yesterday saying he could see him coming back at the mid to late end of next year to a, uh, to a team in contention to make a run. And I could see that, but I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect him to come on the air yesterday morning and say, "Hey guys, I'm leaving." Yeah, that was a big shock. Hey guys, I'll get right to it. I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, Tom. Like, are you? Why did he have to do it? Why? Like you said, he he's re- he's he's acting out of emotion. I'm telling you, you can't take what he's saying right now seriously. No. Tom Brady will be back. Believe me, we will see Tom Brady again in the NFL. Right. But the thing is, why did he have to do it at this? Like, you just... Was it, well, Morco was saying that, yeah. During, during, the, during the Super Bowl break, between the Super Bowl and the championships games. Why did you do that? Are you going to miss me when I'm gone next week? Am I going to miss you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think you're, you're going to miss me. I'm like, don't call Steve Austin. Just say, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> What do you want me to do with the Undertaker? Hey, no. Well, give me. What would you say for the Undertaker? Uh, let's just say have a good trip. Well, thank you. That's better than rest in peace. I don't want to oh, hear that. I would never say that to you. Yeah. What about what? What about? I mean, I'm a hypochondriac. You make me think I'm dying if I hear that. What about uh, what about Hulk Hogan? Can you give me a Hulk Hogan? Uh, or or a Macho Man? I'll let you pick. Give me a Hogan or a Macho Man. No, my best one was The Rock, but I can't do it on the radio. Why? You can't? It, it, there's curses in it? No. No, Sal, you don't understand. When I worked out in Franklin Square in 2000, mm-hmm. I used to, they thought I was The Rock. Because you were jacked, you mean? No, I wasn't jacked, but mm, the way I, I could do the people's eyebrow <clears throat> and give that saying the way he did it. What saying? If you smell with The Rock. <laughs> With the eyebrow up and looking up to the sky with the eyebrow up and every and the, the whole place exploded. Mm. It was and it was rush hour and nobody was taking the phone calls because everybody, everybody was saying, "Oh my god!" You were entertaining. I, I love it. See if we if we do a Met game again uh, yeah. this year, I, I want to see that. I want you to get everybody in our party there to uh, to listen to you do the rock impression. Oh yeah, I, I would do Macho Man. Okay. Oh, Macho Man? You could do Macho Man here. You and can... I could do Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I could do Hulk Hogan. Well, let's hear it. As far as, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. As far as WWE. What, what's going on? Have some water there. What, what do you got? A little deep. Right. Uh, Sal, yeah. as far as the WWE, I, Vince McMahon ruined that. because He, he, he built he it. it what do you mean he ruined it? He did. How? He built it. He built it, and then he just took it down. All right, how? How did he ruin it? How simple. How does a guy get up five times from a man's finishing hole and then win the match? (laughs) That is so stupid. (laughs) I used to watch Bruno Sammartino wrestle back in the 60s. Mm. What was his finishing move? You got your occasional upset. Yeah, but you knew that it wasn't so belligerent. What was was Bruno's finisher? Uh... I forgot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh no, the bear hug. Oh, it was a bear yeah. hug. I was going to guess that. I would have been right. Did you watch oh. the Royal Rumble the other day? No. Okay. Oh, I, I, I haven't watched wrestling in God since uh, since '04. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm serious. I didn't. I can't. 
And even my boy Brock, he's a, he's in there. They make him look like a so buffoon. You watch? Well, what do you mean? You said you haven't watched since '04, and yet you're I watching. Don't. You obviously I must don't. be watching. No, I don't watch. I see the promos. What they're doing to him? Oh. He's not the buffoon. Man. It's, the, it's okay to admit that you watch, watch Stuart. The, it's okay to admit that you watch. I don't watch. Oh. Me neither. I don't watch it. Won't watch it because you want to know about they they they're seriously. It is so uh, like a, it's a cartoon show now. Yeah. Not even entertainment. But let's get to sports. I mean, I expect Brady to be back, yeah. But do I know that to overdo it, to do it during the break with the Super Bowl week? That's wrong. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the with the timing of it, Stuart. And thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking in, as always. And I'll miss you, too. I don't want to hear from anyone about anything while I'm away. I've already decided. You know, there was some talk. Hey, you want to shoot a video and and send it into you know for baseball night in New York? Or my buddy Jimmy Train asked me about uh, doing something for the Sports Illustrated podcast that, that you know I'm on with him weekly. Hey, send in a pic. It could be funny from the beach. Yes, it could be. I agree with that. However, I want zero responsibility. That is a week I don't even want to pick up my phone. Even if it's an emergency, let me know about it when I get back. Need a complete recharge as we come back and then, you know, push toward opening day, of course, for the baseball season, which will be a fun little run. But I will miss you a little bit, Stuart. Bob is calling from Bayside. What's up, Bob? Sal. Hi, Bob. I'm glad I'm following uh, Stuart uh, Stuart from Brooklyn. Because I was going to tell, I had a message for Stuart who called in the other. Before I get to uh, Aaron Rodgers, I have a message from Stuart. I'm a chauvinistic New Yorker. He wants to go to Florida. Let me say, Stuart, you, you call into talk shows. You call into Miami. You hear a guy with a southern accent. He'll be talking about the Marlins. Maybe we could beat out the Nationals for fourth place. And that's what you'll hear in uh, Florida. Wait, where Maybe is this coming it. from? I don't, I don't get it. Did I miss something? Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a... I, he wants to get out, and he said, I want to get the hell out of New York the other night. Stewart said that? Yes. Yeah, On oh, my said show? That, yes. I want to get out of New York. I can't stand it. Hey, he wants to go to Florida. He'll put on Miami talks. I talk. don't I don't think Stewart said that. Yes, he said. You sure it's this tape. Stewart? Check your tape. This same Stewart on my show, he said that? Absolutely. He well, said, I, I want to get out. the hell out of New York. Oh. And yeah, go to Miami. You'll hear about NASCAR. Hey, by the way, ask, Mar- ask Marco how many calls he gets for NASCAR information. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Oh, Marco said he wants to get out of New York? No, no, I said Stewart says, I want to get the hell out of New oh. York. I'll pay for his one-way ticket. Maybe I, I said that. Maybe I said I want to get the hell out of no, New York. No, no, Stewart said it. And you could check with him tomorrow. Well, well I'm he out of here, yeah. All right. I'm a chauvinistic New Yorker. I love New York. I was born here. I'm going to die here. Me too. I, well, I don't know about die here, but definitely born here. And you go down. Why to do Miami, you want to die here? You don't want to die somewhere else. Let, no, I don't. Oh, like I'd, I'd let, like to let, go to Hawaii. And if Stewart turns on Miami talk show, he'll hear about the Marlins. Yeah, he'll hear oh, about we know, NASCAR. Right. They don't even talk about that. They talk about college football, NASCAR. Maybe talk. Uh, college football is the. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're from New York. We don't dig NASCAR. Ask Marco Belletti how many calls he gets for NASCAR information. <laughs> well, boy, why would Marco get any calls for NASCAR? Well, that's what they why, dig in why Florida. Would he, why would Marco get calls for anything? What is he on in Florida? What am I? Am I missing something here? No, I, what I'm saying is, how many times does Marco give uh, results of NASCAR? Oh, oh right, okay, yeah. Uh, let me get right. back to the. Mar- no, Marco's got to start giving results to Rutgers. Forget about NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> we we in New York, we couldn't care. Down in Jerry Florida, Roll. they sit there, they watch people go around the track at 200 miles an hour, around a circle. Now, why are you ripping NASCAR? What's the matter with you? Come well, on, some I'm people t- like NASCAR. Well, that's where, that's, where, that's where Stewart wants to go. He wants to go down south. All right, we got it. All right. He may Let want to talk- go down south. I don't know about Florida. I mean, I, I've heard Stewart talk about... <laughs> there's, I'll pay for his one-way yeah. ticket. Stewart, Stewart talks about a lot of different things. I don't recall ever hearing him say he wanted to go to Florida. It was two nights ago. He says, I want to get the hell out of New York. Okay, all right. All right. Anyway, good. Let me talk about the Jets for one second. <laughs> if, if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, they are the seventh or eighth best team in, in, the, uh, in, in, the, in the AFC. There are six better teams. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, 
Lamar, Lamar, uh, Ravens, Ravens yeah. the Lamar is healthy, mm-hmm. uh, San Diego, and, no, and, the ja- and, no. the, and Jacksonville. No, 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 no. The Chargers and the Jaguars, you cannot say that they're definitively better than the Jets. I don't even think you could say that the Bills would be definitively better than the Jets. Next year's a new year, so you don't know. I think the Chiefs and Bengals clearly are ahead of everybody else. I think if you aired Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, they're in the conversation right below the Chiefs and Bengals like the other teams. They're right there with the Ravens. They're right there with the Bills. They're right there with the Chargers. Sal, do you think if Aaron Rodgers comes here that the Jets would leapfrog over the Jets to win the division? Come on. The Jets will leapfrog over the Bills, you're saying? Do you think the Jets would leapfrog over the Bills to win the division? Come yes. on. Yes. Yes, I do. I, oh, come on. Yeah. Sal. I do. Uh, I, I, but what do you mean? I, I think it's possible. I'm not making any predictions right now, Bob, and thank you for the call. That was bizarre. Fleeks, do you remember Stewart talking about going to Florida? I don't know what he's talking about. Did I Was I sleeping during that? I don't remember that at all. I mean, Stewart talks a lot about a lot of stuff. I've never heard him even slightly touch on the idea of leaving New York. Yeah, no, I've heard him mention he wants to go down south quite a bit. Never to Florida, though. I don't... That's not Stewart's thing. Florida? Was he complaining about the neighbors? Maybe that's what he said. He wanted to get out of there? I don't know. Anyway. Bob just kept, I'll buy one-way ticket. What's with the beef here? Can't we all just get along? Well, Bob is famous for mishearing, misseeing, misremembering, misunderstanding, <laughs> a lot of is, things. That is true. No mistaking, though, Bob is a diehard Giants fan and Yankee fan, and he loves New York. Unabashed love for New York. Except when it comes to the Mets and the Jets. He hates them both. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666, going to 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and Jerry. You know, I've been giving this a lot of thought. What is fandom exactly? Because I've been taking a lot of flack for the last week about wearing an Islanders jersey at the Islander game on Friday night and, you know, taking some of the merchandise, the free merch that... The owner of the team said we could go shopping in the team store afterward. I mean, what a generous man Mr. Ledecky is. And I've worn a couple of the, um, you know, the shirts that I, that I took, one hoodie and a, a nice vest that I'm wearing today. And people get all bent out of shape. And by the way, let me just say that, I, and I've said this before, I had no intention of going to the game and wearing anything Islanders. It just never crossed my mind. I was going to the game to have fun. The way that the night played out, they gave me the jersey, then take you to the team store, all that stuff. But even after that, I would never, you would never have seen me in any of this stuff. Gio and I were having a good time. We were, you know, whatever, having a couple of drinks, but we're taking pictures. All right, we're having fun. Here we are with Sydney Sizen. Here we are, Sydney Sizen Martin. Here we are with uh, Pot Vin Sox. And whatever. It, it was just a fun time. Like, I never gave it any thought about, oh, yeah, I'm going to tweak the Ranger fan or I'm going to be a troll. No. And then I started to get the hate messages. And then when you guys come at me saying, oh, you can't do that. You're a fraud, this and fraud, that. I say, oh, yeah, I'll show you a fraud. So a couple of things on this. If I were, in fact, a fraud, 
I would have hid the idea that I were wearing a jersey. I would have been embarrassed and said, oh, no, 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 no. You can't let anybody see me in this. Oh, no, I can't be caught. I'm afraid what other people think of me. And instead, I didn't give a crap. I took pictures and posted it. Boom, here I am enjoying myself. You got a problem with that? That's on you, not me. But anyway, the other thing that people kept saying was, you're not a real fan. We'll take away your Rangers fan card. You're a fraud. Marco, CeeLo, whoever, call me a fraud. What is fandom? Do you think that fandom is wearing a shirt? That supports whatever team? Do you think fandom is wearing a jersey of a team? Like, do you think fandom is going to a game? What is fandom? Think about it. It is not something that can be bought. It is not something that can change because you wear a piece of clothing. Like, I get that people want to have fun with it and joke around, but the reality is being a fan, fandom, is something that you earn over the course of a lifetime, over the course of many years of investing your time and passion into said team. Which means no matter how many days in a row I wear free Islander gear, And by the way, it's quite nice. You can never take the Ranger fandom out of me. It's just not possible. People could talk about switching teams or I want to root for this or that. But being a true passionate fan, and I wish I was never an Atlanta Falcon fan. Having to deal with that 28-3 Super Bowl loss, I wish I could just change and say, you know what, I'm going to go root for the Kansas City Chiefs. It doesn't work like that. That's why when the team that you root for wins eventually, if it ever does happen, it makes it even that much more special because you've earned that feeling with your passion, with your time, investing your energy into that team for X amount of years. When the Jets get to a Super Bowl led by Aaron Rodgers, Jet fans are going to go nuts, and rightfully so, Because they will have absorbed the pain all these years. And that makes it that much more sweeter. That's what fandom is. Not what hat you're wearing or what shirt you're wearing for whatever reason it may be. Oh, how could you do that? It's so disrespectful. Oh, get over it. It's a piece of clothing that's quite comfy. Ronnie is calling from Linden, New Jersey. What's up, Ronnie? Hey, Sal. How are you doing this morning, Sal? How are you, Ronnie? I'm not doing too bad. Sal, look, I want to comment on your Islander thing here, but I don't think it's a big deal. It's not like it was an Islander-Ranger game and you chose the Islanders over the Rangers. Right. You were representing, to me, you were representing New York. Okay? You represented New York and mm-hmm. had the, uh, the, 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 island, the island on the, on the crest. Sure. You're from the island. I don't really see a problem with it. Uh, the problem I had was that you chose number sixteen, uh, Patty Lafontaine. Well, uh, that's so, that's, but yeah. it's it's a it was Lakata, not Lafontaine. But it was Patty's number when he played for the Islanders. Well, he doesn't play for the Islanders anymore, and it's my number. I it's my I was I can't help it. I mean, blame my parents. I was born on the sixteenth. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I, now I now I will affection for the number. Well, they they asked me what number. I said sixteen. I'm born on that day. That's why it had nothing to do with Lafontaine. Now I will tell you that I do own an authentic Pat Lafontaine Rangers jersey, which was the Ooh. first Rangers jersey I ever got. This was back in two. No, that'd be ninety. 697 probably. I asked for that for Christmas. Santa brought that along. And do you know why I like LaFontaine with the Rangers and chose that jersey? Take a guess. You I don't know, Sal. Throw me. Well, take a guess. Because you're a Ranger fan. No, well, yes. <laughs> no, but because he wore 16. I, I chose LaFontaine because he wore 16. When he came to the Rangers, that was my favorite number, 16, because I was born on that day. So that is why. As a matter of fact, I'll add another layer to this story. I remember wearing my LaFontaine jersey to a random Rangers and, let's say, Blues game in probably 97 or 98, and I stood up and cheered because they showed the Mets-Yankees score 
As a matter of fact, it might have even been a World Series now. That I think about it. It might have been 2000. But I was cheering that the Mets took the lead over the Yankees. Could have been a regular season or World Series. I don't remember exactly. And somebody, a Rangers fan, said, sit down, LaFontaine. I could spot you a mile away. Basically calling me a, <laughs> calling me a fraud fan, even though I'm a Rangers fan in a Rangers jersey. But because it was LaFontaine and I was rooting for the Mets, he thought I was an Iron yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, well, people are a little misunderstood about things. But, Al, let me ask you a question about that, Sal. Yeah. Now, if they were playing the Rangers that night, what jersey would have, would you have worn? I don't really wear jerseys anymore, truth be told. Not even to a game? You wouldn't, nah, wouldn't jersey I, wear, a game? I wear a hoodie. Like, I wear hoodies now. I haven't worn a Rangers jersey. The only Ranger jersey that I wear, and you're, I mean, are you asking me who's my favorite player? No, no. Take I just want to know if the, well, if the Islanders and the Rangers played, would you have put an Islanders game on if you were up at, at, at the Islanders? Oh, arena? oh, you're asking me would I have put the Islander jersey on if the Rangers if were there? The Rangers that night, yeah. That's a tough question, Ronnie, and thank you for the call. Probably because the game was secondary to the reality of my situation. That the owner, I was in the owner's box, and he was asking me to not asking me, but. They handed me the jersey. I don't think I would have said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I would have sucked it up. And now I probably wouldn't have posted a picture. And I certainly wouldn't have been, well, I don't think I would have been cheering for the Islanders, you know, as far as going on the Jumbotron and doing that. That's that's a little different, but I, I don't know. Great question, though. Luckily, that was not the case. But even if I did do that, my point is, even if I did do that, does that make me an Islander fan all of a sudden? The answer is no. Because as I was saying before, you cannot t- change fandom one night. Whether you pretend to root for a team, whether you put on a jersey, it does not happen like that. If the Islanders win the Stanley Cup this year, do you think that I enjoy that as a fan of the Islanders? There's no way. Now, I may be a little happy for Ledecky, sure, because he's a nice man, and for some of the people in the Islander organization, but Fleegs, who's an Islander fan, he would go nuts. That's a championship for him and his team. Not me. I'm not an Islanders fan. There's nothing I can do about it. I grew up, I chose the Rangers at a young age, and that's the team I invested my time. You know, same thing with the NBA. For years, oh, the Knicks suck. I want to pick another team. You can't. It doesn't work like that. I was an Knicks fan. I've already spent so much time investing energy and passion into this team. I, that, that's it. So we joke around and have fun with it. But the reality is that's not something that you can just switch to at your convenience, at your leisure, regardless of the reason. You can grow out of fandom. I remember having a conversation with Ian Eagle once in the old fan newsroom in Astoria. And at that point, this was probably 2003 or four where I just started, you know, or was like a year in actually might've been, yeah, it was probably 2004, 2005. And I remember having a conversation with him. Like what? You grew up a, you grew up a Knicks fan, but like you love the nets. And he's like, he didn't say this. He was being nice, but he's like, yeah, basically like, what are you an idiot? um, The nets are employing me. Like the nets are paying me. And at that time, I couldn't wrap my head around somebody who grew up a fan of the Knicks that could root for the Nets. That's how dumb I was. And like I said, it was year one or year two. Now, obviously, you can understand it. He's getting paid by a team. He's an employee of the Brooklyn Nets. How could you not root for the Nets? Fandom goes out the window. A little different because I'm not a broadcaster, obviously. So I haven't, you know, had to lose my fandom. But it just shows you, like, it, it, things change. By the way, I did probably misspeak before because whatever that game that I was at with the Rangers and Blues, I would not have gone to a hockey game during the World Series. I, I can't imagine that that would have been the case. But I'm not 100% sure. Might have just been a regular Subway Series game, although they played those Subway Series games back then, I don't think during hockey season. It wouldn't have been, uh, maybe May. Could have been May. Didn't early on, they didn't start them until like June and July, the Subway Series games. 
What was the yeah right? That's what I'm saying. Early on, it was that. What was the the Jets Monday night miracle? Jets Dolphins. Yeah, that was 2000. Right, and then I believe. Oh no, wait. Was the Messier return game the year after that, or was that when Messier returned? I don't think it was. It was after he left the Canucks, but then came back. I want to say that was, was it 2000, Mark, or was it 2001? Because there was a run that week. I went to that Jets Monday Night Miracle game. I believe the World Series was happening at the same time. And I went to games, well, I watched game one. I remember that. No, I remember watching all the World Series games, so it definitely couldn't have been during the World Series. Maybe it was postseason. I, I have to look it up. I don't yeah, remember. You know what? It might have been postseason now that I think about it. Maybe it was postseason. I'm not 100% sure. I just remember standing up. At a Rangers game around those years with my authentic LaFontaine jersey. And I stood up because they showed it on the scoreboard that the Mets, or maybe it wasn't against the Yankees, maybe it was a playoff game, which is the only reason why I would be that excited to stand up and cheer. And some guy was like, sit down, LaFontaine, I could spot you a mile away. So I've never hated the Islanders, I guess. Who knew? So Messier came back 2000, 2001. All right, so what's the date? October of 2000? Yeah, 2000, yeah. I mean, okay, so now we're on to something. Do you have the date on that or no? No, I could find that if you Cause want. Because I, I want to say October 11th. Was it October 11th? Uh, give me a second. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And I say that because I... Would... I see on October 11th, 2000, Rangers hosted the Canadians a 3-1 win. I want to say that that was opening yep. night at the Garden. Messier... Yeah. First game back with the Rangers. Yeah, because they opened on the road. Do you have so a, just... Do you have the schedule? What day of the week it was? That I do not. Okay, because I'm only saying that because the Jets played obviously Monday night. I'm the... pretty sure that was a Wednesday. Right. So Monday, I went to the Monday Night Miracle. That is some week right there, man. I used to get after it. That well, those were the days. Single Wednesday. There you go. Look at this. So Monday, I'm up. I'm pretty good at this. So Monday, I was at the Monday Night Miracle. And I remember I went with a Dolphin fan, buddy. I was wearing my Falcons jersey, stupidly so, because they're not playing in the game. But that's my team. And people were getting on me, ripping on me for being a Falcon fan. I go, look at the scoreboard, you moron. It's 30-3 to or whatever it was. (laughs) And here come the Jets. Jumbo Elliott. You believe that? (laughs) That Look at the scoreboard. I swear it was right after that the Jets go on this miraculous comeback. So I was at the Monday Night Miracle because TV Vin, my buddy, took he's a big Dolphin fan, took, he took us to the game with tickets. That's the only reason why I'd be there. Wednesday night, I had partial season tickets to the Rangers. It was the home opener. Messier returned to the Garden as a member of the Rangers after he left for Vancouver. And the Mets and Yankees both did play. But playoffs? Yeah, I don't know the game times, but the Yankees beat the Mariners in Game 2 to tie up that series, and the Mets beat the Cardinals in Game 1 of the NLCS. So they might have just flashed the there Mets There you score. go! That's what happened. I knew it was a postseason game because it was a big deal. They probably flashed the Mets score, and I stand up and cheer, and a fellow Ranger fan got on me. I got news for you. Whoever you were heckling me this week... Was for you. Oh, we're talking fandom. Do we question your Met fandom because you skipped <laughs> game one of the NLCS? To go I to- had tickets to Messier's return opening night at the Garden. And it was on the road, right? Yeah, right. It was in, they St. Were in St. Louis. You're right. I mean, that's a- before like DVR. Like you were just missing the game. I, I was, yeah. I don't know what happened. Meanwhile, I went to, I was at the game. Was it 2000 that- the year also that you said you went to like. Like oh, it 30, was like 50 games. games. Yeah, no, that was the and most. And you skipped game one of the NLCS. And even, even the postseason, I went to. So wait, let me not get confused here. So I went to the Bobby Jones game and the Ogbayani game. That was 2000 against the Giants in the first round. Mm-hmm. Then the Cardinals, I went to, I believe, game three and five. Game three was the only one they lost. Then maybe I went to four and five. Five was the clincher, right? Right. Right, because they didn't go back there. What happened in games three or four? Anybody have any idea? Game three was the only game the Mets lost. I was there for that one. Then they won four <laughs> and five. Right. I might have been at all three, but I was definitely at I was definitely at game five. That I know. But yeah, I was going to a ton of those were my year. 99 and 2000, I went to a ton of Met games. But how about that run that week? Mets in the postseason, Yankees in the postseason, Monday Night Miracle, Jets come back and beat the Dolphins, Messier returns, home opener at the Garden. 
after he had left for Vancouver, comes back once again. Uh, that was one hell of a week. Uh, it's a great week, and it's a great story, and 20 years later, it works out. I got to tell you, at the time, there is no way in hell I'd be going to the, the Garden to watch that game if the if I'm a Met fan watching yeah, right. it. Yeah, game you one. brought this whole story no up to try to defend your fandom. No I don't chance. know if that worked the way you wanted it to. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I, I know what I was probably thinking. I had season tickets. It was the big night, opening night, Messi's return. I mean, all right. Trump's yeah, I game get it. You. Um, I wouldn't have done it. There's a way of, I would never do it now. I don't know why I did it then. The only way then, back then, it was actually probably a little bit easier because if you just avoid the scoreboard, you wouldn't have known. You can actually tape the game, VHS, right. and go home and watch it. <laughs> After it was over. Like, actually taping And you just don't try to avoid. The problem is you're at the garden, so how do you avoid human contact? Because I did that a ton. Back then, with those years, right. I was working a lot and doing other things or whatever. So there, I can't tell you how many games I VHS taped and watched them after the game was over and didn't know. Yeah, I am so- I did that every Sunday, actually, with the Giants. Right. I, I would used- avoid, you know, basically every human until 10 o'clock at night when I'd get home and watch the Giant game. You could do that at Home Depot. I couldn't do that at the fan. When I first started the fan, I had to work wow. Sundays and doing the Giants game. I would tape the Falcons games, but there was no way not to know. Yeah, like, no, that was different. Yeah. That was, And I started doing this. That was the DVR later, and I'd watch it again, but know what happened. Back in the day, in like, you know, 97, I would be able to get away with watching the game because I would avoid humans. So not only was I getting heckled then by a fellow Ranger fan, I'm getting heckled now, 23 years later. Well, you were wrong, so you deserve it. But it's Messier! So, you're at home. It's game you one watched... on the road. Had it been game one at, at Shea, I would have been there. Stop. It's game one of the NLCS, okay? That your eyeballs need to be on. You can take Messier and you could watch it. I wonder you could what sell I was those thinking. tickets. Now, it sucks to not be there, but there is no way you miss game one. It's the NLCS. I'd like to go back and interview young Sal and see what the hell was I thinking. Although, yeah. I could just tell you. I, I had- could tell you what you were thinking. Experience over love. And that's just wrong. What do you mean? The experience of being at the Garden for Messier's return right. more than your love for the Mets. And I'm sorry, you chose poorly. Yeah, I guess it was just home game versus road game. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah, it's the playoffs. Because I, I now, don't care if they're playing on the moon. Right, because now, in my mind, nothing, and I mean nothing, like like death in a family, nothing. Nothing could take me away from postseason baseball. Right? Like, that is that is the key. That That is the greatest thing. That, that's... <laughs> Nothing com- compares to that. You know how many times? So I've, why then would I choose? I, was, I know it was a big night, but again, I, I you know how many times you come here like six hours early just yeah. to watch the game because you know you got to work and you're not going to be in. I don't want to be in the car in the eighth inning or possibly. But here's the other thing. The, remember, I understand what you're saying, and looking back, yes, if I had to do it over again, probably not. However, I was at the Garden for that return game, which was a big deal. I could not go to the Met game. It was on the road in St. Louis. It's not about being there. It's about no, watching well, for it. For me, it was about, no, because here we are 20 years later where I can, re- now I was there at game five when the Mets celebrated to go to the World Series. I remember being at the Garden that night. If I weren't at the Garden, we would just be talking about, oh, I watched the game on TV like everybody else, game one of the NLCS. Again, so in uh, your uh, world, yeah. experience, yes. and to say, I did this well, but is I did more it. important than love. Well, no, but I love Messi no, no, and the no, Rangers, no. too. No, 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 no. I love Messi and the Rangers, Please. too. Fraud. Look at this nice sweater vest. I got. Fraud. I don't even sweater vest. Just Fraud. Again, you're wrong. You're more about telling people where you were. No. As opposed I never thought I'd be telling to... people about where I was. I'm telling them now. This was at the time. Who am I telling? No, at the time, you're not telling it into a microphone. You're telling the... Tom, Dick, and Harry on the street. That's who you're worried about telling. Right, I wanted to be there for Messier's right. return. You want to? I was there for Ewing's return too when he came back as a Sonic. Wannabe, as opposed to a true, diligent, real fan. Get out of here with that nonsense! It Come is on. amazing how much respect Marco has lost for you in the last three nights. Well, you think I give a crap? Come on, Marco. Well, apparently, you really care what other people think of you. So, yeah. By the way, yeah. I've, been, I've been working out. Can you tell? Mm. Oh, yeah. I had the shaving of the chest go. Actually, not bad. I have to clean up a little bit more, but I did the initial cleansing just right around the top. Did you get the armpits? Yes, I did. Yes, I, I will did. also That's say this. Part. I don't know if it's just the, you're wearing a white long sleeve shirt with the vest over yeah. it. It does make your arms look huge. Yeah. I do feel, I was like, wow, look at that. I mean, they do look pretty good anyway, my arms. It's always like the arms and upper body come first. It's the gut that's the problem. That's the part where it's like, ah, crap, I'll just be wearing tank tops. But I feel pretty good. Thank you. Mm. 
And this vest really fits fits well, this nice vest right here. Did you know that the Islander logo, we'll get to the update in a second. Did you know that the Islander logo, please probably know this. I know exactly what you're going to say. These yes. four lines here, you see like the tape on the hockey stick? Yes. You know what they represent? I don't. Oh, of course the four you four cups. Is that? Yes. Yeah, did, yes, did, the did, four cups. Didn't take a brain surgeon on that one. I learned that tonight. I had no idea. Can I ask you one you thing? You know who told me about that? A big Ranger fan, by the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Who was that? Doug Safchak, former mm. producer at uh, mm. at uh, NBC. We used to do Mic'd Up. Mike or Mike, whatever they called it. Yeah, Mic'd Up on NBC before uh, Bruce Beck took it over. Again, so still about the experience and telling me about things and now name dropping on me? Yeah. Is, is that what we're doing? Yeah. That's what we're doing. One question, though, for you. Jerry, for- by the way, Jerry Rick goes outside waiting for your spot. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. We're going to get to the updated four times. So- hey, hey, can you give a Rutgers score, for goodness sake? 90 to 55, they beat Minnesota. All right, there you go. Can I ask you one question yes, before we do yeah. the update? And, Jerry, I, I apologize. <laughs> so with your shaved, yeah. shaved chest and your shaved mm-hmm. armpits, are you busting out the thong to wear? And No, no. Come no? on. What do, you, what do you think this is, Marco? Come on. Uh, I don't know what this is. This is why I'm honestly here. asking you. No. I'm no, learning all kinds of stuff in the last few days. Now you've gotten ridiculous. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I pulled a, uh, an Islanders Speedo off the rack. Mr. Ledecky gave it to what me. I'll be wearing me? That. <laughs> All right, let's get updated here See with Mark we'll get- Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.